This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Tell me what does it look like in heaven? You're tuned to 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming on the web, www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. This is a program called Suicide Supported in the Aftermath, and it's my pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Warren Brown from Staros right here in Hastings. How you going, Warren? I'm going well, thanks, Ken. Great to be here as normal. Good to have you here with us. Now, before we get into the uh, good news, I just want you to remind our listeners, Staros, where do we find you and what are you all about? Yeah, Staros. We um, started life as a as a support group for people affected by suicide back in 2012, and we've since evolved into a uh, not for profit charitable trust that happened in 2016. Mm-hmm. And what that does is allow us to focus on the the well being of, of the other side of I suppose the other side of of suicide. I suppose it's the well being of our people in, in the community. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And where can we find you to come and talk to you? Yeah, a few few places. You can get us on the website, uh, nz. Uh, we're on Facebook. Just search for Staros. Mm-hmm. Just search for Staros. You should find us, but Staros HB is where you'll pick it up. And we've got an Instagram hook as well. And you've also got offices. Yeah, we've, we're fortunate. Last year, actually, we were, we were offered a you know an opportunity to share some office space with Acorn Project, which mm-hmm. is another great... Um, um, charity here in the bay and child cancer foundation mm. so so we've got an office in there and a shared space uh, I'm, I'm there uh, tuesday and friday afternoons but um, you can just touch base and we can um, arrange to meet you as well they have got some very good news uh, to share with our listeners and that is uh you've managed to raise some money or someone has raised some money on your behalf tell us all about that yeah on uh Last Friday it was the it was the twenty third of September. Um, Black and White uh, held a auction for us a lunch a lunch auction mm-hmm. at uh, Napier Conference Centre, or War Memorial Hall, or whatever you want to call it, Is whatever they call it. Black and White Accounting. Yeah, yep. Black and White Accounting. Yeah, yep. real and real estate. Yep. And it's it was it's really a. Uh, Combination of uh, a businesswoman's groups, you mm. know, a group of businesswomen as well, mm. who who have put on uh, this auction uh, for a number of years, um, and they select a charity to re- you know receive mm. any funds out of it. Um, this has been in the process for two years because of COVID. Yes, and it's been postponed, I think, two or three times, and, <laughs> and thankfully it's, it yeah. went ahead and it went ahead on on the Friday, and it's a. Uh, it started at eleven, finished about half past three or something, and there was a lunch in there as well. And it, it was great. It had all these donated lots, and mm. um, had some silent auctions as well, and a couple of raffles. It was, it was, it was a good day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big shout out to the people that organised that on your behalf. But come on, we want to get the drum roll. <laughs> How much did they uh, pick up for you? Yeah, they raised fifty three thousand wow. for us. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which isn't for it? us is just. You know, just mind blowing. Yeah, I mean, it's extremely. You know, we're grateful for it. Obviously, mm. yeah, um, money's fantastic. Um, but it's you know, it's but it's about 
it's still about people and it's mm. about you know caring for and looking after people the money will help us to do more more things for people yeah. and support people more but mm-hmm. but yeah it was yeah we sort of come down we, we're still a bit stunned mullet i bet you <laughs> <laughs> well you mentioned that word before we came into the studio community that's what it's all about community yeah. but so so what are some of the things that the 53 grand will go towards i mean doing things like what yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, it's extending on the services we provide, you know, mm-hmm. especially for, you know, what we, you know, we support people. Um, we, we try and find different therapies that we can mm. we can offer, those sort of things. Um, we provide uh, free counselling sessions for people if, if they would like to take that up. Mm. Um, up to 10 sessions, which... It's great. Which is... Is fantastic for for them, and so mm. um, so that'll that'll help us to do more of that. Um, on the other side of it, it will allow us to um, put on more events and workshops that are going to benefit um, the well being of people, mm. which is ultimately is you know is where we want to be, isn't it? You know, we want people to be well, want people to get be in a good space so that um, they don't go down that track. Absolutely right, and uh, of course your uh, seminars or. They're world famous, aren't they? Like your grassroots stuff and uh, Rob Makaraka. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've you know we've run, we've hosted um, a few screenings of uh, Kevin Hines' film mm. Suicide: The Ripple Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year or the year before, we did um, a local lady Jazz Thornton and uh, Girl on the Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we. I think we ran um, or hosted five five sessions of that. Um, Trisha Hendry, who's a uh, educator or a presenter from Wellington, mm. um, Trisha uh, does or uh, well, provides a lot of workshops around grief and trauma and uh, resilience, that sort of stuff. Uh, Trisha herself lost her husband um, twenty four years ago, I think, mm. to suicide. Um, Trisha was. She used to work for Skylight, and she's uh, responsible for a lot of the resources that Skylight actually put out as well. So mm. yeah. And some years back, you did um, was it a series of films or TV series called Thirteen? Is it Thirteen Reasons or? Oh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was a um, that was a TV series itself, mm. a net or Netflix series, I think. Yeah, That's right. that was about suicide, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and a bit of controversy around it because oh, there they was, didn't, they there didn't was want a bit you of, talking about it. Yeah, there was a bit of controversy around that. Um, and and initially, like the first program, there was they had a had a scene where the the girl actually they showed the girl actually taking her life, mm. um, which we didn't agree with. Mm. But around you know around all that, it, it was. A, the messages, you know, the messages that were trying to put out there was, you know, and and how they portrayed the film was about, you know, it was all around bullying and all that sort of yeah. stuff as well, and people just, you know, kids just um, having to go at each other, not supporting each other, those mm. sort of things. So, yeah, I mean, if you can buy, you know, if you can get past that that other bit, um, then the 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 whole message was was pretty good and you know i thought i thought the series was quite good yeah. that's what it's all about though getting the message out isn't it? you know some people we don't want to talk about that but that's exactly what we should be doing talking about it oh talking's great isn't it mm. um you do it every day yeah i know, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you're fantastic <laughs> right. a, you know, radio radio <laughs> programs and stuff like that but talking is a fantastic tool yeah. and our we and our well-being toolkit so 
Yeah, indeed. And so, so what else is uh, happening, or what's coming up with Staros that's going to be good? Yeah, well, um, November we've got our third grassroots speaker day. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already booked in two speakers: Susie Hazelwood, who she'll talk about uh, bullying. Anti, mm-hmm. she's got her own anti-bullying foundation. She's spoken at our grassroots, probably our first one. Um, what was that? Three or four years ago now. Yep. And so she's she's booked in. Um, it's which is quite a topical subject yeah, if you've absolutely. been watching the, the TV lately. And well, it's stuff rife. Like that. Bullying's rife, isn't it? It is bullying. It is rife. Yeah, yeah. And bullying can be take many many forms. Bullying is not just punching someone out every day. No. It can be just a word. Absolutely. I mean, Susie was on Breakfast TV many years ago. Um, older chaps like us would probably remember mm. that, but uh, she was um, promoting purees, mm. you know, this this, this beauty That's product. Right. And a result of that was she'd, she'd go out to go to the supermarket or go out at night or, you know, go to the pictures and she'd get abused and attacked by... Mm. by people just because people? of what she was doing. And, <laughs> and I mean... Whether that's because, I mean, she's an attractive lady as well, mm. um, whether they had anything to do with it, but people just had a go at her and it actually forced her to almost take her life mm. and forced her and her husband to move to Australia. Wow. Yeah. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Now, so, you know, they've, since then, they've, um, they live, they live, sort of live six months over there and six months over here. But. Yeah. And that sort of stuff should be called out because uh, we have a diff- we have another program on uh, the station called um, the Women's Refuge Program. Yep. And the last program we recorded was called See Something, Do Something. And so what the uh, the gist behind that program was, if you think something's going on next door, yep. or you know someone who's in trouble because of uh, family violence, you know, see something, do something. Yep. And it's the same with bullying, isn't it? That uh, we should all. Just it should not be tolerated. If we see it happening, we should call it out. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the, the, I think a lot of people with the difficulty with that is that you know, you know, there's that fear of getting attacked as well yes. themselves, which is understandable. Understandable, yep. Yep. of course. But um, you don't actually have to confront them. You could yeah. do it other ways as well. And most bullies are cowards anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we digress. So, uh, yep. So, we've got that one coming up. Talking yep. about bullying. What was the other one? Um, and there's uh, Susie Harris. We had Susie Harris up last last year with her exhibition around. Mm-hmm, that's right. Um, mental health, and that was that covered Susie's journey through um, uh, addictions and self harm, mm. and it's fantastic. And and s- s- the, the thing with her exhibition, she never really had a chance to actually talk mm. about about it you know with people so we're brought we're bringing her back to you know tell her story that's great yeah and she's she's amazing absolutely amazing yeah and i think most of us when i say most of us you probably don't because you were on the uh, at the cutting edge of it all you know the the real all but i i guess most of us might think that the two guests that you've coming along for your next grassroots chat is that they've come out the other end and everything's honky-dory now but i suppose it's a little bit like alcoholism in a way isn't it that you're just one incident away from taking you back to that absolutely, dark hole. absolutely, you're, you're correct, Ken. Yeah, and and that's the thing about what they talk about. It's about how they managed it at the time, mm. how they managed as they moved, you know, forward with it, mm. and how they manage it now because it still happens with them. Mm. 
it's like Rob's stuff as well. It yeah. still happens with him as well. So it's it's using the tools that you you gather on the way, and and that's what they talk about. And it's offering these tools to anyone. Mm. Yeah, so which is fantastic. It's like your own journey. I mean, uh, Stu, your son took his life what thirteen years ago now. And it's not something that you've forgotten. It's something that you're living with on a, a daily basis, but you've learned to cope, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I manage it. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I've spoken about this before. I, I, I think I, I've learned how to move forward with it. Mm. You know, it's a, you know, that, that grief, that trauma, that all that stuff, all those things that come up because of it, they're, they're with you, you know, forever. But it's... You know, they're not they're not in your face all the time now. For me, you know, the those you know a lot of feelings do soften. Yes, um, doesn't mean they go away, but they do soften, so they're not as impactful for you. What sort of tips might you give? And I know that you say, well, every every case is different. Uh, you know, you you for instance are unique in the way that you cope. Uh, from Sandra, your uh, colleague, um, but. What are, what are some of the general coping mechanisms that you might suggest to people who come along to meetings or come along to these grassroots um, seminars? What, what are some of the basic coping mechanisms that you might suggest? Well, the, 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 the thing I say to all of them, you know, whether it's someone we see or, or someone who comes along to one of, their, one of our workshops, is people need to make sure they look after themselves mm. and look out for themselves. Yeah. Because... Without that, um, you you can't manage other stuff, you yeah. know, other people's stuff, and yeah. then, and then, you know, especially as parents or things like that, you know, well, we we've got this, you know, you know, heightened ability to want to look after our kids, yes, and that'll never go away, which is that's the way it is. But if if you're not looking after you, then eventually that, you know, that the old road gets a bit narrow yes. and, and the wall gets a bit higher. So you've got to you've got to learn to know how to look after yourself. Yeah. How do you do that, though? Because I imagine that in the first instance, and even in your case, you would be so overwhelmed with what had happened. How would you know what the first steps were? Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and the, the, the key to that is just having other people that mm. that you can talk with. Mm. Yeah, because you're right. You know, everything coming at you at the same time. Yeah, it's it's a it's like the, you know, it's like all these trains coming at you yeah, from all different directions, right. yeah. and you're standing in the middle, and and it's fog. Yes. Yeah. So. And do, do people walk away from from the meetings? I don't know. We've talked about it before, but the beauty of what we do here is we're just talking about it and talking about it and talking about it till it gets through. I suppose. Most people would be uplifted from one of these grassroots meetings because I know some of the stories that they must tell must be not horrific, but very very sobering. So even though they are that way inclined, do people feel better after coming oh, along? Absolutely, and and you know, a, a big part of that is is as when it, you know afterwards, we always put on a um, light refreshments mm. and a, you know bite to eat, cup of tea, yeah. whatever, so people can stand around and have a chat as well. Mm. You know, because if if you went straight home, yeah, you know you've got all this stuff. You think well. You know, it, yeah. you're fairly wired, so yes, indeed. Um, yeah, so th- that helps ground people, and and it gives them the, the opportunity to talk, talk with our speakers, talk with us, and talk about themselves as well. So, 
Do you ever have a like open mic? So you know your your key speakers, they get up, they have a bit of a chin wag, and you get up as uh, being the head honcho there. You have a bit of a chin wag and talk about your experience. Do you ever say to the floor, would anyone like to get up and talk about it? Does that ever happen? Oh, it's always we always do that. Mm. Always always open it up to people, mm. you know. And it, it's a safe it's a safe space. It's a safe place. Mm. Um, it's non judgmental. People can feel comfortable about what they're doing. So and it's anything that we put on is like that, you mm. know. The Rob shows, uh, you know, even after the movies and that, there's an opportunity for people to, you know, just if they want to have it, you know, stand up and talk about stuff, they can. Mm. And I imagine it does happen. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I guess you can see the weight lifted off their shoulders just by them talking because they're in a room full of people who've been on that journey. Yeah, that's right, and and. Like you don't have to say anything, you know. I mean, for us, when we meet people, I mean, often we don't say a lot, but people can see that maybe where they are, they're not going to. And it, you know, from looking at us, um, and you know, we look in a different space to where yeah. they are, so they can find, they can see that you know. Oh, hang on a minute! I'm maybe I'm not going to feel like this all the time. Yeah. And I suppose people who come along to the meeting, because I know I would, I would think, geez, this has just happened to me, and that these guys have got all the answers. That's not the case, though, is it? Absolutely not. Why not? Because you've been there. Yeah, but we're still looking for the answers. Yeah. 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 I'm just being devil's advocate yeah. here. I, I know, know, mate, but <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but you're never going to answer them. Those questions, you're never going to answer. You're never going to answer why. No. You know, what could have I done? You know, all this sort of stuff, you know. You're unable to answer those because the person who can answer them for you is not here. No, exactly. So self-blame, although it's uh, just something that will come naturally, when when does that leave you behind, self-blame? It doesn't never leave you behind. It depends if it hits you or not. Mm. It doesn't hit everyone as well. I mean, it's... That's a piece of suicide grief. Mm. I, I put it. You know, suicide grief is complicated, complicated by these unanswer- unanswerable questions and things like that. But yeah, it's does it. You know, does it leave you? I, I don't know if it does. No. I think for, for me, a lot of the, a lot of the feelings and emotions are still there, but they have softened, and I. I've always said I always park them, mm-hmm. and when when they come out of the garage, I know what it's yeah. about. <laughs> that's but funny. but that helps as well because yeah. I do know what that's about, yeah. as a, as opposed to when it first happened and I just it freaked me out. Didn't know what was going on. Is it ever as bad now, thirteen years later, as what it was? Oh, for me, it, it, it depends how you quantify bad, I suppose. You know, yes. your son's still not here. No. You still, your son still killed himself. Yes, um, but yeah, the, the the impact isn't in my face as much as it was no. when we first started. Yeah, so you're not quite as overwhelmed now. That's right. Thirteen years ago. That's right. Yeah, and a big part of where you are now is because you set up uh, Staros, and uh, you made it happen because it wasn't here for you in the first. That's instance, right, and yeah, there, there, there was. There's nothing here to support people affected mm. by suicide when when we arrived down here. Um, unfortunately, that was the case, and is still in the case yes. in a, 
a lot of places around the country as well. There are there are similar type groups that are popping up, which is great. Um, but you know, we need them in every community in every town. So, and the key is, and again, you've mentioned it uh, hundreds of times in the years that we've been doing this, is that you need a hardcore of people around you, people that you can do what with. Oh, you know, we we also need to offload as well. Mm. We we need. I mean, you can't do it on your own. No. I mean, we're we're fortunate. There's only a small group of us, but um, we we do what we do because we want to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's you need to you need to understand if you want to set up something like this, you're in there for the long haul. Yeah. And you have, you know, do you do you want to do this? I mean, for me, I always just um, I tell people I just go back to my why. You know, mm. why am I doing it? Yeah. You know. Are you, are you better off to talk to someone outside of your immediate circle? So, you know, um, because you, you're all in the same boat, really, if you're part of the family of uh, someone who's taken their life. But are you perhaps better to go and talk to a really good mate? Oh, sometimes that's just as helpful. Absolutely yeah. it is, yeah. Depends what sort of relationship, you know, we have with, with that person. Mm. Um, you might quite often just talk talk with them about mm. and, you know, about other stuff that happens as well. So by all means, if that works, yeah, yeah absolutely. Does it help to be sort of slightly removed from what's happened? So you can be, I'm not saying be objective about it, but because if you're both from the same family, say husband and wife, your child commits suicide, you're both completely devastated. Is that when a third party is um, a better idea than the two of you? Because you're, you're, you've just gone to hell, haven't you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about a better idea, but it, you're right. It's 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 a difficult time, mm. you know, in in a in a family environment because as we as we always talk about, you know, grief comes to us all differently in mm. its own time. So we're not all walking the same, you know, the same pace at this thing. So mm. it 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 can, you know, you know, create conflicts and and. Misunderstandings yes, and disagreements and stuff like that, but not not always like that. Absolutely not. No. We are just about out of time. Just to remind our listeners, if you wouldn't mind, Warren, we want to get hold of you uh, for some advice. How do we do that? Sure, you can contact me on o two seven two eight six four o seven one. My colleague Sandra on o two seven six eight four three o double three, or you can hit us up on our website staros.org.nz, Facebook, or Instagram. And you are my pleasure as always. You look after yourself. We'll talk at the same time, same place next time. Thanks, Ken. Always a pleasure. Angels know what they have. I'll bet it's some nights up in heaven since you arrived. Since you This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.